Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dan. Shall we shag now or shall we shag later? What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous? It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Let me say that again. DJLittleRock.com. Check availability, get a free price quote, and maybe you can have me yes me little old me at your next event today on the program i have general public podcaster bam bam he runs his own little podcast oh yeah i'm excited two podcasters getting together jibber jabbering Uh, who knows what's going to happen out there anything goes this is the wild wild west here on the interwebs general public podcast bam bam All right, uh, this week's shows, this would be the part of the program where I put in what's going on this week, the public shows and the private shows. Due to the novel COVID-19 coronavirus, I have no public shows. I have no private shows. I have podcasts. (laughs) So you get to hear me in your ears if you want to all the time. Yeah. Listen to the What Makes You Famous podcast uh, using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. And then the What Makes You Smarter podcast using the hashtag What Makes You Smarter. And that's where I give the the news of the day, the 10 things you need to know today. And sometimes just tidbits, whatever I want to learn, whatever I want to fit in this noggin, you get to hear it. Uh, if you want to, you know, if you like the sound of my voice and, uh, oh yeah, I do have the, I've been doing some, some FB lives. I did two of them so far and I'm calling those the keys Dan show. So I have one podcast where I do interviews with people. That's the, what makes you famous podcast. And then I have the one podcast where I learn about things. That's the, what makes you smarter podcast. And then I have the keys Dan show for all of the above everything else. Well, there you go. Let's get into it with, a general public podcaster, Bam Bam. We're going to Skype him. Skyping Bam Bam now. go hey the legendary bam bam what's happening well, someone calls me bam bam usually i get general public okay like, general call public? me bam bam that's why it's called randomness with bam bam it's my show name it is randomness with bam bam your voice has been in my ear all day long cool. i get to drive around uh all, all over this uh this great state of arkansas of mine and and i listen to podcasts and today it was your podcast you were the the voice of choice uh i was the voice of choice (laughs) (laughs) so so tell me more about about your podcast mr general public mr bam bam well look i wrote it down all right (laughs) i wanted to say it right so i started my podcast so i can learn from my own research and for people that i talk to while having fun with it i fucked up my education in high school so this is kind of my way of just like getting educated and that's how it started. And I figured I could, you know, have some fun and talk to some cool people while I'm doing it. And I have been, been learning a lot from my guests. So 
So cool. You're ta- you, you do exactly what I like to do. Fill your head with knowledge. Yes, I messed up in school as well. I, I did not go uh, the, all the way with my education, uh, public-wise or private-wise. But I, I do like to read. I do like to learn things. I do like audio books and podcasts is a, is a way to gain knowledge from people. And that's what you do. So where do you find yourself these days, Bam Bam? Where are you located at? Me? I'm just outside of Toronto. Toronto, oh Canada, that's who we're talking to. Canada, home of the Raptors. Okay, I got this. I don't, I don't watch uh, any sports except for UFC. (laughs) Sports talk. I appreciate. I went to the Raptors game in uh, 2016, 17 when my cousin from Czech Republic came. It was fucking entertaining. Let me tell you. Oh, by the way, I know this is your show. I swear a lot. I mean, you're good at that. Uh, you, uh, you, this, uh, the internet is the wild, wild west. It's totally unregulated. Just because I don't curse doesn't mean you couldn't. Well, <laughs> you, you do I, what you want. This is I, your story. I'm just representing myself, right? Not you. So what do you what I say? <laughs> yeah, this is your story, and you tell it any way you want, Mister Bam Bam. Why? Thank you, <laughs> Mister. Oh, I was gonna say what was his name? Uh, Key, Keys and Dan. Keys and Dan. When when I when you first contacted me, I thought. It was two people, like Keys and Dan. Like I figured, Keys was a, a another podcaster. It was like a team thing. Yeah, that's your name, Keys Dan or Keys and Dan. Well, I'm big Keys. enough to be two people, but I'm, my name is Daniel. I'm from the Florida Keys, and that moniker oh. just kind of stuck with me. <laughs> All right, I love the Florida Keys, man. Well, I never, I don't know if I've been to the Keys. When I was a kid, I went to, to uh, Palm Beach, Florida, a bunch of times. Well, let's well, go through that, man. How, where were you born? Were you born in Toronto? Yeah, yeah, I was born in Toronto, so... And raised uh, there? Almost your whole life? Do I stay here? Fuck no. I left a bunch of times. I ended up coming back. Um, as you get older, you start realizing, you know, like, your family's important, and then you... you like, I, I wanted to go to the military at one point, and then I started thinking, I was in my late 20s, and I was like, fuck, by the time I get out, I'm going to be in my 30s or mid-30s, depending on the program I go with. Um, so I, I didn't end up doing it, and then I got into my, like... I'm in my mid thirties now. My birthday happened four twenty the other week. That's what <laughs> I'm gonna show you. Look, look, look! I got that. I got that for my birthday. I like coins. Not okay. much for Raptors, but that's pretty cool. Not a Raptors fan, but certainly do like the the, the paraphernalia. I, I appreciate the game, but I'm a coin collector, so. Well, I think that's I like, part of your. Tell you about that later if you want. That's part of your makeup. When you're born in Canada, when you're born anywhere in Canada, you have to like hockey. Isn't that part of the DNA? I only watch the playoffs. <laughs> well, that's the same with me in football, American football. Yeah. You know, I only watch the Super Bowl. And I worked on a sports station uh, for quite a long time. And, and I worked with many sports greats, and I've talked to many. But I never really watched sports except for, yeah, you know, I like going to live uh, sports. You, you say you, yeah. went to your, uh, you went to a Raptors game with your cousin from Czechoslovakia. That's the only way that I would go to. to that, that's the only way I would appreciate a sports game. <laughs> yeah, when you're there. Even the Leafs game, when I go, man, it's awesome when you're there. But it is. Like, the only thing I like watching is UFC because it's not – I like hockey. It's quick. Basketball is quick. But I'm just – to watch it on the regular, I'm not into it. I just want to do other things like my podcast, which takes up a lot of time. But UFC, man – Holy hell, man! The fights are good too, and they're they're it's, it's so exciting. <laughs> See, that's one thing I haven't kept up with. I, I did watch UFC one. I remember the Gracies. I remember Ken Shamrock. I remember all you know the the old timers. I guess they are now. Uh, we're, what are we up to? UFC fifty six now, or because I mean, it's uh, we're like in the two hundreds, I think now. Yeah, two 
The last one was like 240 something. When it first came out, it blew my mind. I, I it, it was just really these people are just going to fist fight. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, anything goes. Uh, you got a, a grappler against a wrestler, against a boxer, against a tie fighter. It's uh, it was incredible, incredible. And of course, the Gracies just wiped everybody off the map with their okay. uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Train half the fighters that came up later anyways. Yeah. No, what's really exciting is, is a lot of fighters, so it's really saturated, but it's the women. The women are insane. Yeah. They, no. just, they go all out on each other, especially because they're small, they're quick, right? The, the bigger guys, are like, like when you get into the midways, heavyweights, there's a lot on the line, and like when you get hit, it's a lot more damaging, but it's still with the women, it's damaging, but I don't know, I don't know why, but the women just go for it more than the men most of the time, so... Well, because I, I, I liken it to boxing, and I, I, did, I used to box, right. not professionally, little amateur boxing here and there, but I liken it to, to boxing. The featherweights were always the, the more, the more um, entertaining Exciting. for me because they throw so many hits, and they're so yeah. fast. They, they go all over the place. This is like, you know, little women that have a, you know, very light weight. They just pop, 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 whereas a heavyweight, it's haymakers, pow. Pow. Yeah, but if you watched, like, when Ronda Rousey was in her prime, and she's pretty much, she's the woman that got w- women's UFC to where it is today. Like, she was the pioneer of women's UFC. She was, like, man, when she was in her prime, she was 12 fights undefeated, and I think 90% of those fights were knockout in under a minute. Yeah, she was definitely the like, one to beat, like Conor McGregor like, is awesome. now. It, when Conor McGregor got beat, then, it, you know, he was the one to beat uh, for a while. You know, I, I, I'm not sure who's up there right now. Maybe you could school you, me on this. Uh, I don't even know who's fighting usually. Um, once in a while I watch. But did you watch that last fight with Conor McGregor and Khabib when they uh, when he went out into the crowd and then they started and then Khabib jumped out into the crowd and started fighting Conor McGregor's entourage and shit? See, this is things I, I, I didn't see, oh God, but I heard about it with the, in the highlights. I, I didn't watch it at all, no. But school me, Bam Bam, school me. You got to just look it up, man. Khabib just like, he was up on top of the fence and he lost his shit and he went over the fence into the crowd and just started brawling with people. Like, yeah. Google <laughs> yeah. it, man. Khabib jumps in the crowd. <laughs> I, I'm sure the fans and, and the sponsors were very elated because that's stuff that you're going to talk about for years to come. And whoever uh, was sponsoring that. If he was that. any other fighter, he would have been like maybe banned or like suspended for a while. But because of who he is and at his level, they couldn't afford to fucking ban him. I think they gave him a little slap on the wrist, you know, so. I suspect you're right, you know, mm-hmm. but it's good for the for the fight. It's good for the show, uh, the the entertainment portion of it when they go when they go out into the like wrestling, you know, like professional wrestling. Yes, it's entertainment. Yes, spoiler alert, it's fake. I get it. I, I've been a part of independent wrestling down in South Florida, and, and it, it, the entertainment portion of it, it's wonderful. It is. I love it. So, all right. So, Ron tell Rousey me. is now in the WWE. Yeah, I mean, but I, okay, I'm kind of liking this. Uh, what we're doing right now is this banter, and this is what you could see on uh, here on your bo- podcast as well. It's a lot of banter. It's a lot of, of what you're thinking at that particular moment. I'm not sure how much you prepare, because you, you did prepare for this. You had a, a, a paper. You, you actually wrote something down. I'm prepared. That, that's I more prepared than me. I, I'm sorry. I, I listen to your podcast a bit. I've been, I've been, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I kind of, um, 
I put the note in my computer, <laughs> and I was I should have put it in my fucking phone, and I should have put it a week before. And I meant to listen to your pod. I listened to some of them. Yeah. I was gonna say, man, you got a really sexy voice. Maybe you sound like a stud. Like you should be reading some like romance novels or something. <laughs> Maybe I should. Man, and you sound like you sound like you've been in the business. Like you were telling me that you were. Uh, doing radio before for sports and everything and I'm like when I heard your podcast I'm like this guy's not just a podcaster he was doing something before that he he knows what he's doing he's got the voice for it like this, this is good this is good stuff well that's it I'm so, switching I'm switching to my pod mic this one sounds a little bit better in my ears I uh, think that's the way that, that's the way you sounded when I was uh, listening <laughs> to my podcast there there's a deep voice <laughs> well, oh, man. I, I switched from my headset mic because I'm, I'm pretty lazy I like to wear the headset mic because I don't have to really lean into a microphone uh, for those of you that are trying to start a podcast and thinking about it uh, you're going to spend a lot of money if you really get into it I notice your setup you have a very nice microphone with a pop filter on it just to uh to stop the plosives it, it's it, the yeah oh wait a minute i, my own I do have one i have a, a h4n pro it is what i used to yeah. used to do my podcast on but now i'm using the um uh let's see oh shoot i don't even know if i can pick it up here uh here i can move them i got the uh oh, the road see now i know you're a sound guy well that's see, just I, it I yeah. just don't need all that because before all this happened, I was mobile. I was going to my guests and I was doing podcasts in the parks and wherever, right? Well, that's what I do. I, You know, whenever I do a podcast where it's face-to-face, a lot of times I just take it to them. And it's so much easier mm-hmm. when you use that H4N Pro. You could plug in a couple of microphones and have them handhold it. Or if you want to set up a little table, uh, table stands for the microphones, you can get it sounding just right. And a lot of my podcasts are, I mean, I've had some out in the park. I just did one. A couple, a couple of weeks ago, probably the the last face to face that I did, and it was out at, at a park here in Conway, Arkansas, at Lower Royal Park, and it sounded like it was in a studio because of the the H four N Pro. But that thing will cost you about three hundred bucks. So if you really want yeah, to get professional, right Audio Technica cost me about three hundred bucks, and that's the headset that, that I'm wearing. And the and everything I got off of uh, Amazon. So, but this mic is this the sound quality is I love it love it now i'm hearing it is that the the sound that is the sound coming from your headset or is it coming no, no, through no, the sound you're hearing is coming from my computer my my mic is hooked into my recorder so if i'm doing it like this over skype what i'll do is i'll take it in an audition after and then i'll put the two clips together i get it now yeah, the way you my guess do it, has a headset on yeah. then it sounds it sounds great from skype because skype recording is is meant for this stuff right it's it's just awesome so then i'll just put it with my mic and it's it, it works right i got two of these so when i do guests and i'll just you know it's matching sound in person but it, it ain't happening in person or whatever it's not <laughs> happening mic, in person it's gonna sound real good when i put it in post well that's just it uh, when you um Yes, I I understand that you're not getting any person to person guests, and I guess we can we can make a little historical uh, a, a historical uh, time stamp of of what's going on right now. It's April of 2020. We're currently going through this novel COVID coronavirus pandemic. How are you holding up out there in Toronto? Man, I'm fucking great, man. I love it. I'm at home working on my podcast. My podcast was actually actually suffering because I was at work and. Uh, I, I was I was just slacking hardcore, and then all of a sudden it just all ended. Now I can work on my like like my Photoshop images for my Instagram. I, I recorded about eight guests before you. Uh, I, I put together my Podbean. 
I'm, I'm working on my intro. Finally, I'm getting to get an intro. I didn't have an intro. Like I'm looking for music and everything. Like I'm actually like putting like the work that I've been trying to do for a long time. Just didn't have the time, man. You know, because when you, when you do the podcast and record, you need the energy to want to just just have that conversation right you don't want to be like tired and down after work and like mm, you want to make it entertaining that's what it's all about right yeah, after so. you're working at a job that you don't really like that much or or maybe you do like your job but still you're going to be tired after after a long day of work and then to go in and try to be entertaining on a microphone it is kind of difficult yeah. i understand and then and then sometimes you get okay so I, I would do, I wanted to do it in person mostly because it was just, that was the thing. It's like, I'm not going to do it online. In person is the way to do it. I get the best audio. You know, they're right there. It's, it's just so like, um, uh, blah, 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 blah. oh man, the, the word uh, intimate. It's intimate, right? Yeah. And then I, I got that out of my head because I'm like, you know what? There's so many more, so many interesting people out there. I, I just can't find them just going out to Toronto and doing what I do around here because they're not here. They're probably in America. They're probably in this other country. Like, um, you know, so fuck it. And then I just started doing it over Skype and it's great and I love it. And I'm just going to keep this up. I'm going to, I'm going to do you. Do you listen to Joe Rogan? Oh, of course I listen to Rogan. He's the do king. Do you remember? Sorry. He's the king. Fuck yeah. But like, if you noticed when I first started listening to him was in 2015. So I started listening in the, in the five, six hundreds. His guests were so fucking wacky, right? Cause they were, they were smoking. So random and wacky. The first one I ever listened to, this is, this is the one that got me into podcasting and I have it. I have it right here. I have it pinned up on my wall. Real life posting, motherfuckers. Look at that. Look at that. Hold on. Let me unpin it. Never want to forget. That's the first ever episode of Joe Rogan that I listened to. Sierra Lynch, number 728. That's pretty cool that you printed it out. Sierra Lynch is a professional humiliatrix and fetish video producer, and she also has a documentary coming soon, which I should watch. Anyways... She started out selling her piss and shit online, making a killing. I was on the TTC. I was on the Toronto subway laughing my ass off. And people are looking at me. I'm fucking lying down on the subway seats, pissing myself because she's telling me she's making five grand, five to ten grand a week from a piece of shit that she sends to some dude in like Europe or something. Yeah, I've, I've heard of uh, people <laughs> overseas that buy that kind of thing. I think, uh, what is it, Jap- notoriously uh, Japanese businessmen like to buy panties? Yeah, they, they would buy her panties. They would buy her pee in a vial. Uh, there was just all kinds of shit, right? And she she wouldn't tell. Rogan's like, how much do you make a year? And then she's like... I can't, I'm not, I can't tell you, but I, what I will tell you is, like, just say I sell one piece of shit, I'll sell it for five grand. I might sell two, three, four, five of those a week, mm. right? Now, like, you know how much fucking money she's probably made? Jesus Christ. Then you look at a picture of her, she looks sweet as fuck. Like, you're like, yeah, I'd definitely bring her home to mom, right? <laughs> it's not that, my bag, baby. I don't podcasting. But where I was getting at with this, yeah. it, my... I want to be what Joe Joe Rogan. I don't want to be like Joe Rogan. I can't. I don't. I don't have X factor. I don't. I don't. I'm not a UFC commentator. But where, where, where I'm going with it is my podcast. I want to be in the direction of when I first started listening to him. It was just so fucking wacky and random. Yeah, and that's the kind of conversations I like. No, you see the model and you you go with it. Like Howard Stern, he was the 
probably the first one that started talking to his his weather girl uh, and just really wait we don't banter it's just you doing a show no it's much better when you have people and just so you know you're only the second person that i've i'm recording video on skype last night i had a a lady from italy uh, northern Italy, and I said, "Well, let me try this out." Yeah, let me try this out. And what I'll do is I'll throw this up on YouTube as a bonus. You know, I'll put it on my on mm-hmm. my anchor and and have it out there on Spotify and and Apple and all that other stuff. But I'll throw it up on YouTube so that way if people want to see the video and actually see the picture that you just showed me and see what your pretty face looks like. They'll have that. That's right. They'll have that ability because on my end, you are the bigger picture and me. I'm just a little guy in the corner uh, when you use Skype. So that's what they'll see because it's a big picture to me. Uh, Yeah, I know. I get to be the big picture in your eyes (laughs) and I'm not sure how how you're able to. Are you able to record the audio or the video or both? Well, the Skype records the audio. So uh, I will I'll save it and then I'll pull it out and I'll put it on my desktop and then the audio from my Zoom recorder. I'll just bring them both in uh, Adobe um, Audition and I'll do my editing there. I'm not one of those podcasters which goes record straight to phone and then puts it straight out. I I actually do editing. I tweak the sounds a little bit, the leveling, match it all up. I try my best to make it. I've had some where just audio is so fucked. I did my best, and my mic is too good for the audio. But it's so. But it's it's listen. You can listen to it. The yeah. worst is when I listen to a fucking podcast, and they they just have this peaking and popping and this shitty quality, and it, it just I'm into what they're saying, but I can't listen to it because the quality is annoying as fuck. Oh, you're so right. I've been using Cool Edit and Adobe Audition since at least 2003 when I went to radio yeah. school as a as a, uh, a a booster. I I was I, I was doing radio since 1986, but then in 2003 I said, you know what? There's a lot of new electronic stuff. I need to learn about this, so I did. And they had Cool Edit, which now became Adobe Audition. And I just found out after 17 years of using Adobe Audition how to delete the silence. There's a button there that you say, yeah. delete silence. It'll take, you know, everything over 700 milliseconds. I delete all that silence. This way, it's still listenable. There's still a, a few breaks, and it still sounds like a conversation. But a little secret, it's, we, we weren't that, we could have uh, sections that there was spaces in where somebody wasn't talking. I will cut those spaces out and make it more listenable. And that's, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying, man, because before I used to go cut the gaps manually, yes. right? And then I was like, man, there's got to be a fucking better way. And I remember I learned this in school years ago, and then I, I went and searched it out. Because my some of my podcasts are fucking long, man. They're like fucking hour and a half, two hours. So I spread them up into three parts. But anyway, that filter, lifesaver, you throw it in, all of a sudden, you know? Yes. And it, it's, it's better for the listener because then without those gaps it sounds like a flowing conversation so it's just much more easier and it's better for the ears now when i throw it up on youtube it's going to be all video pretty raw because uh you know if you have the visual it's okay to have those spaces because at least you get to look at your pretty face while yeah you know oh, the visual people get bored right yes now if oh. it's the audio you are so right man put it get put it through your adobe audition get it sounding right make sure the levels are good just like if you're mastering a song master it buddy get those levels up and the, the delete <laughs> silence for those of you that don't know where it's at it's under edit delete silence put it around 700 or 800 milliseconds whatever feels good for you and take out that silence it's great man you're learning about audio with bam bam 
and general bam, public. Bam. bam, bam. Now, okay. Now, why bam, bam? And uh, did your mom or dad uh, name you bam, bam? Which one? Uh, I was kind of like a crazy kid, and I liked the Flintstones, and you know, bam, bam. Yes, I'm very familiar bam, with bam, bam. And I started thinking, like, you know, I'm I, I was crazy, like both those fucks, right? So I'm like, I'm gonna be bam, bam. Wait, which one? What was the other one? Because there was uh, the Pebbles. Bam Bam, the kid in the Flintstones cartoon, which is his name is Bam Bam. Yeah, and then and I was I was such a destructive kid, just like that. When I was a kid, I loved watching that show just for Bam Bam, and I was just like that. I was fucking. I was. I love breaking things, anyways. <laughs> and then plus Bam Margera, I like that. And I had another Instagram where I just put it as a fun name, Bam Bam, and then I, people started calling me Bam Bam, like, "Hey, Bam Bam, what's up?" Mm. I'm like, I like hearing that. I like it. I like it. All right. So when I started my podcast, I, oh my God, I need a show name, right? I'm not going to use my fucking name. No radio host uses their name. You know that, Dan, Keys and Dan. Keys, Dan. Keys, yeah, Dan, I mean, from the Florida Keys. Show name, right? So I got it. <laughs> bam, bam. Okay. That's, and did you officially change that on your, on your, uh, is that your, your official name now, uh, forever and ever? Is, is it legally changed? No, it's just for my podcast. <laughs> I mess. I kid. I kid. <laughs> learning, there's, learning listen, more man, about you. There's, there's a reason why I have a show name and why I'll never mention who I work for on my podcast. Is because if I do not mention those things, then this is all I can say. Whatever the fuck I want, no one can use it against me. No, absolutely. as soon as I mention something that ties it to another workplace, then they can be like, "Oh, well, we, you know, we don't like what you're saying. You can't work here anymore." It's like, but I didn't, I didn't, I have nothing to do with you. That's on my own time. Go fuck yourself. Call the lawyer. You know, that's, that's why you have your own podcast. You have no boss, man. This is your creative outlet. Being open. Yeah, this is your creative outlet. It's it's things Thank that you. that you're into, and and you know you've already mentioned that you don't like sports all that much. You like the UFC. What else are you into, Mister Bam Bam? Movies. Oh, I led yeah, that. I'm into movies, I led. Man. I led you on that question, didn't I? I know you led me into that question. I was going to bring it up anyway, but actually, before we get into that, this is also my second video podcast. Oh, fantastic, man! Well, this will be right. on on YouTube tonight uh, after we're done. You fuck it, really nice. I can send it out to people. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna post this. On, I'm gonna put this on my podcast too. You know that, right? We talked about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's a split podcast, whatever, man. No, that sounds fine. No, that's good. Yeah, but mine's gonna be in a little while because I, I have to. I have to keep an order. I have like a bunch of people before you. But I'm gonna release them all real soon. Now, after this one, I'm gonna stop recording and just start pumping them out, pumping them out. But See, I think I'm doing it wrong because a lot of people will bank these things. I don't bank them. I'll put them out about an hour and a half or two hours afterwards after I, I get the audio mixed all nice and good and send them all out there to the world. There's no doing wrong in a podcast. It's however you feel like doing it is how you should do it. And then, except yeah. except for these, these one, these quarantine podcasts that are popping up, I just... What, just because you're home, you decide to have a podcast and you got guys like me and you who are into it for like so long and, you know, we've been actually putting it in and you soundly you listen to what they're like. No, nobody fucking cares what you're doing at home. Everyone's doing that at home. You know what I mean? Read me a fucking book or something. Fuck. Mr. Get, Bam Bam. Fix your fucking quality, man. Like, God. Mr. It's Bam Bam, like, getting all judgmental. Ranting. I want to respect other podcasters and, and their creativity and, and, and trying to get into it. And I want to be a supporter. But if you're not putting effort, I'm not going to support you. That's not a fucking effort. That's because you're fucking bored and you want to you want to fucking entertain yourself and have some attention. I don't know. We all want attention, but come on. 
Well, now, now that you have a, a a recording studio in your pocket, I mean, well, you know, you're a star, baby. You're a star in your own world. Bam, bam. <laughs> I see Ooh. you drinking there. What what's in the what's the beverage of choice? Uh, Bacardi and some hit mango and uh, ginger ale. Dang, I feel like such a wimp. Uh, let's you see, half uh, lemonade and half iced tea. Oh, mm. look at that fucking and a straw. glass. So American, mm. I love it. Mm. And you have a straw. <laughs> Oh, can you look tough with a straw? Uh, hey, you want to see you want to see a real Canadian icon? Please. I got it. I've had this for a bit because, like, when I was doing mushrooms last summer, I wanted to fuck with my friends in the forest, and I did. And it was amazing. I keep it around. You want to see some real Canadian? Hit me. Make Canada great again. Make Canada great again. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he's got a Donald Trump mask. Uh, all right. <laughs> and he's currently making hand gestures, uh, waving. Next time you wave, wave with all your fingers. <laughs> the president is doing some crazy gesturing at me. <laughs> all right. Oh, man, I, I love that mask. One time I was in, it's on my Instagram, and I, uh, if you go down a little bit, and I just, there's these people walking on a trail, and I ran through the bush across the trail, and the people turned around like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> now, do you have one of your uh, very, very handsome Trudeau? Oh, um, no, no, I don't, I don't have a, a mask of, of Trudeau, but I, I do have a t-shirt. Dude! <laughs> Uh, th- that man has abs. <laughs> I-, I don't think. I don't think those are his abs. Are, 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 I don't think they're photoshopped. I don't think they're my abs either. Uh, my grandmother sent me some pictures uh, of me when I was younger. Just just today, they, I, they came in the mail, and I, I realized I have let myself go since Christmas. Eighty six. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's not the only one I got. Dude, the dude is very. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Putin's body. That's Trudeau as Putin on the on, on a moose. Moose. <laughs> yeah, that, buddy, that is so Canadian right there. Like, look at the smile on his face. No, that's definitely his, that's definitely his winning smile. I mean, that's pretty much all we know about Trudeau here in the United States. That he's handsome. He's very handsome. But we do have you know Boris Johnson overseas. He they've got their own crazy blonde haired uh, guy running the place. You know, I think that's like going to be a trend. It look, looks like Trump's cousin, man. At you know, uh, yes, <laughs> you know, like him or hate him. He's he's our president, and you got to respect the office. <sighs> you know what I like about America? Please, you guys have Travis Pastrana. You guys have the whole cast of Jackass, which I watched Jackass three on Netflix the other day. Fuck, I forgot. So funny, and I was watching. I was watching. Or no, I was reading an article while I was waiting for you to call me, and the whole cast of the fucking Goonies did the Zoom with Steven Spielberg. Dude, I just heard about I that. I haven't watched it. I'm guessing it's on YouTube or what? I don't know. I was reading an article. And on top of that, the whole cast of Jackass also did the same thing. Right? See? Now, that's something I have to look, in, look into. All right. Thank you. You're schooling me. You're giving me things to, to look for on YouTube or whatever. I did read a similar article of the, the cast of Goonies. Now, Goonies was a, a, a childhood favorite of mine growing up. I, I'm <laughs> class of 86, man. I'm 51 years old. So, you you hit me right in the sweet spot, man. Right in the, well, I love oh, the right there in the middle man. of the chest. Hey, do you want to do it or should I? Please go ahead. I give you the honor. 
guys. <laughs> never say die. Goonies. <laughs> now, you know what's funny? When Goonies came out, I was working at Swenson's Ice Cream Parlor. And what was the ice cream that Chunk smelled in the, in the cabinet? He goes... Mississippi Mud, Rocky Road. Hey, they got ice cream. They got Swenson's. We flipped out the next day at work when I got to work at Swenson's in Broward, in Broward County, uh, Florida, in the in the Broward Mall. I'm not even sure it's still there. I don't even know if Swenson's ice cream is still a thing, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I was there. You know, you know, if I wasn't so much into fitness. I would just get a fucking beer belly for fun just so I could do the truffle shuffle. <laughs> I'm into fitness whole pizza into my mouth. That's, <laughs> but yes, I oh, have to. Oh man, eat. I ate a whole, I ate a whole pizza. I had some Mary Brown chicken, all that. You're inspiring hey. me, son. I need to lose some weight. I need to run around this block uh, several times a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, honestly, everyone should work out. It's the time to work out, man. It's, it's, it's some self-reflecting time. You have you. There's no excuse now. You're fucking home. Just do it. Start with ten push-ups a day. Move up to twenty. Like last last uh, spring. Yes. I got up to three hundred and seventy-five push-ups a day. Hot. I haven't I done that since it, I was I in the fire. In, I, huh? I was in the fire department, and I I don't think I've done that back then, man. It, it took me. It took me. It took me like just uh, around a month. I started out doing like fifty a day. And then every day I would add more and just push for more. And then I started doing an increment. So I would do as many as I can. So I'd do 50 in a row. And then after that, 20 in a row. And then and then until I couldn't do any more. Right? And then it'd be a lot of increments up to like 200. And then I got to 300 and 375. And then I started doing it, kept doing it, doing it, And the increments got less. So instead of doing five sets, I was doing three sets. And I got, by the end of it, I did two sets. So like, uh, I don't know, a hundred and something and then a hundred and something, which was 375 and, you know, and, it, but it was, it's fucking boring. Well, people that think that they can't work out unless they're at the gym, you just proved it to them. Calisthenics, man, using your own body as, mm-hmm. uh, as, as, uh, muscle resistance. And hey man, I'm, when I was in college, I met a guy huge, had fucking traps, shoulders, chest. He was ripped. And I asked the guy, I was just like, man, like, what, like, tell me, what, what do you do? Like, what's your routine and everything? Uh, chin a bar, push ups, and, and I run a lot. No That's weights? It. No, just chin a bar, push ups, he runs. And he's been doing it consistently for like five years. And he was just, you know, like, just, he never stopped. Yeah. I mean, you look at Arnold, the, the king, you know, it, back in his prime, he was the most perfect man. He's in the Guinness Book of Records, 1986, the one that I had. He was the most perfect, perfectly built man. And all he had back in Austria was a very simple uh, weight. I think he had a barbell and a couple of dumbbells, and that's how he, he got the majority of, of his size. It, it, if you go look up, Arnold, as soon as this coronavirus thing happened, Arnold posted his pictures of him like they're black and white pictures he's in his 20s or teens or whatever and he posted all his home workouts like there was a trick and i'm like wait a minute like how does it how does that work i'll try it but it's like where you do squats but you put a book under your heels so that way it kind of elevates your heels a little bit i guess it has something to do with positions better for squats but he he would put two chairs side by side put a broomstick through the top of the chair and he would do pull-ups like lying down, like, you know, like, so he posted his whole home workout before he started using the gym back way back when he was in his teens. 
online. Check it out. It's crazy Absolutely, shit. man. He came over here in 1970, and that's when he was doing this Mr. his Mr. Olympia. And back, yeah. man, back in the 80s, uh, well, I guess the late 80s, early 90s, when I was trying to become be in the fire department, uh, one of the things I did part-time while I was in the fire department, I would work part-time at the gym, and one of the things that I would do while I was sitting at the desk was read the Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Man, <laughs> He's got it all right there. Uh, it, you know, yeah. There's a reason that he was the king for such a long time, and he's still in great shape as an old man. Yes, I know TMZ has caught him at the beach, you know, looking like an old man, but still an old buff man. Uh, you know, he's in his 60s. When, they, when I saw this picture of him mm-hmm. at the beach, he had a little bit of a belly, but still you can tell the man is, uh, is, is an animal. He's strange. Still a beast. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Especially when he was governor, he got a little flabby there because I guess he was busy. And after, he's in better, what was he, in his like 50s or something? Maybe early 60s something when like he was that. governor? He's yeah. in better shape in his 70s now than when he was governor. You see how much how taxing that kind of a job can be to somebody? That's why they're all chunky monkeys, you know? Absolutely, man. And you hit the nail on the, on the head. Because, uh, you know, and he had to go back and after he got out of governorship, he went back to the movies. So, you know, he had to start training. But you hit, you, you came up with something, man. To being the governor of something or being the president or being the leader of something is very taxing on your brain, man. I, all our presidents, when they come out after four years or eight years, it looks like they've aged 20 or 30 years. I mean, it, it, to have one person leading a whole country, how do you feel about that? Like, do you know the kind of stress it probably well, not probably causes somebody when they're sitting there and they have to say yes to a fucking drone airstrike in another country where hundreds of people just die. Yeah. It's going to fuck you up. I don't care how like strong men- mentally strong you are. It's going to mess you up, man. You just killed hundreds, hundreds of people. Yeah, some of those drone strikes, when the early ones, I mean, even when President Obama was there and, you know, people love President Obama, but even he had the early drone strikes when they weren't as accurate. They were hidden. Whole towns, you know, whole buildings, and there was a lot of yeah. collateral damage there. And uh, you know, people don't talk about that too much. But hey, that's uh, you want to shit on your president. Meanwhile, you don't know what it's like to live knowing that you just caused an airstrike on women and children. Absolutely, accidentally. Man. And then you know, hey, people, uh, <laughs> they crap on President Trump all the time. And you know, yes, he he tweets everything, man. He he says a little too much. He he's the most transparent pay, uh, president in my lifetime for sure. Uh, everything he's gonna do, everything he has done, is on his Twitter feed. You want to know what he's up to? Just look at his Twitter. He's there. He's gonna tell you what he's up to. He's gonna tell you what that secret meeting was just about five minutes ago because he's gonna tweet it out. Actually, Accidentally, <laughs> that was a secret, Mr. President. You weren't supposed to say that yet, Mr. President. <laughs> but this guy will like this guy will sit there and, and he'll have a bunch of journalists in front of him and they're going to say something that he doesn't like. And he's like, you, I, you have a bad haircut. You look like an idiot. Yeah, I'm not talking to you. You know, like, you're like shit like that. It's like you're the fucking president. You're going to shit on this guy's haircut. Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's shaking things up. <laughs> but hey, <laughs> I, I was going to ask you, so please. you seem to know a lot about Arnold. Did you know that because of Arnold, is he's the reason why militaries use weightlifting today? 
That is pretty cool with the president physical fitness. I remember back in the eighties when Reagan was around, he was he was the president of the uh, of the physical fitness, uh, whatever the president's physical fitness. He was he was the, the the face guy. And I remember I had to do a bunch of push ups in school because of Arnold. I had to do a bunch of sit ups because of Arnold. Uh, it was his recommendation of how many I had to do. But go on with what what you were talking about with the military. Well, no, because what happened was when Arnold was younger, like his dad was like a general, right? And he made him join the army. So Arnold was a tank driver and he was really big into working out and he wanted to go do a fitness competition. I forget where. So he, he left to go do his fitness competition. He won first place, came back. His dad put him in solitary confinement. He was in solitary confinement for two weeks. He was doing pushups the whole time. His dad found out that he won and then he was proud of him right at first he was like oh you took off through the stupid fucking workout thing you fuck you you abandoned your duties boom solitary found out he won the competition he's proud of that so he let him out solitary confinement and then after the the army he was in started like you know realizing his physique and everything and they're just like can you show some of the soldiers how to work out like this so they they set up a gym in the austrian army um Pretty much after that, they started using weights. And before, they used to just run with backpacks and whatever the fuck they used to do, just use their bodies and whatever they could, right? Yeah. Carry logs over their heads. Um, but then they started working out and realizing that the soldiers were getting stronger faster. And then eventually, over time, other militaries picked up these techniques and started adding weights to their military facilities, too. Thus, Arnold started uh, weight training in the military. That makes a lot of sense. That's excellent, man. Yeah. Go, Arnold. <laughs> Good job, man. But yeah, another man. another check like, on his achievements, man. Oh, man, he's he's insane. You, there, there's one podcast. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what podcast it was on. Uh let me see if I can look it up quick. But it, it was amazing. It was a two-part podcast, and Arnold talks about all this shit. Yeah. And you just hear things you've never heard about Arnold before. Like, he just let it all out. It was amazing. That's fantastic, uh, man. But, uh, yes, he's incredible. And to, to have become gov- governor of California, and immediately there's a, a legislation that got put forth uh, to try to allow foreigners uh, to become uh, president. Because of no man, no, absolutely. Because of him making the highest level of government that he can make in his, you know, as a as a naturalized citizen, uh, the there was legislature that was put forth. Uh, Actually, I'm not going to say no to that because Arnold's not born American; he's Austrian, and he would have made a damn good president. You know, I you know I'm over here in Canada. I got to tell you, he would have been a fucking good president. Well, I mean, who was it? Uh, oh, uh, the brain, the Ventura. He was the the governor of Minnesota. Uh, oh yeah, Jesse the Body Ventura, another Predator uh, co-star, and he was amazing in Minnesota. Man, it was all about Minnesota. Every time he talked, it was Minnesota. It was great, man. <laughs> Go listen to Venturin on Rogan's podcast. That shit was the shit he said was amazing. He had when he was uh, Venturin was in office. Yeah. He had uh, he had uh, affiliations with biker uh, biker gang. <laughs> I believe that to be true. You gotta hear. Just go listen. <laughs> Ven, uh, Jesse Ventura on Joe Rogan is fucking wild shit that he says. He's a great guy. It's, it's, he wasn't in the gang. He just had affiliations. But whatever. Just, Cool story. Anyways, oh, absolutely, and his rise to becoming uh, to the governor, the governor of Minnesota, that was fantastic. <laughs> he was in the Running Man. He was in Predator, and then the what? Running Man. Yes, 
he was the. Uh, I got a lot. Of are you ready for pain? Are you ready for? He was like Captain Dynamo or something. I know that was mm-hmm. a different guy, but there, he was a character in in the Running Man. Uh, one of his gladiators that that had to fight against the Running Man. You know, it was it was good. <laughs> hey, is uh Arnold Schwarzenegger, one time I watched uh, one of his Instagram videos and he was talking about Donald Trump. I forget what Trump Trump did. And he goes, he goes, Donald Trump, you, you know what you like? You like a little wet noodle. You, you, you're doing everything wrong. <laughs> Call him little wet noodle. <laughs> Why does everyone in the world have an Arnold Schwarzenegger in their back pocket? Good job, Bam Bam. I applaud you. <laughs> Get down at the get down at the chopper. Get the chopper. <laughs> you know, you know, me and my friends when we were younger, that was that was the, the the line. He never said it ever. He never said no, no, no. There was one line. He yeah, he yeah. Predator. Say, he said, "Get to the, the chopper." chopper yeah, right? yeah. But my buddy, he was such a fan of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and. He, he would always joke around and be like, oh, Arnold's always fucking saying the stupidest shit. Like, look, look, everyone get down. It's a bomb. You know, the toy, it's a bomb, you know. And then my buddy was saying this since elementary school, like early, late 90s, early 2000s. And sometime in the 2000s, remember Arnold came out with that movie where he never touched a gun? No. I, I forget, forget what fucking movie it is, but he, he never touched. It was the first movie where he didn't touch any weapons. He was like a father or something trying to save his son. Anyways, there was this point in the movie where this T-Rex had a fucking bomb in it, and, he, and it was, like, near a helicopter, and he picks up, he goes, everyone get down, it's a bomb, and he throws the T-Rex, and it blows up, and my buddy's like, oh, my God, I've been saying that for years, he finally said it. <laughs> <laughs> you put it out into the universe, it will happen. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> And that's what that's what we're doing right now, man. We're putting these thoughts, these ideas. Will anybody listen? Yeah, maybe, maybe a couple people. Listen, we're entertaining as fuck. <laughs> but we're doing this because you, you know, it's real conversations, man. It's good. It's good to chat with people. I'm talking to, uh, you know, Bam Bam out there in Toronto, and here I am in Conway, Arkansas, in the U.S. of A. Arkansas, man. Arkansas, love America. Love America. Fuck. How did I get here, man? I mean, I, I'm. From, if you guys had a better healthcare system, I come. I would have came there. That's just it. Everybody goes across the border, uh, over the northern border, just to, to go get oh. your healthcare system. Yeah, but hold on, hold on. Let, let, let's let's let's. I'm gonna weigh some things for you, right? Please. Here. I had a buddy where his sister went to um, Phoenix, Arizona, right? Yeah. And he goes to me, and I, I was at his place, and it's not too far out of Toronto, and and the real estate in Toronto is so stupidly expensive. Two story house, two car garage, decent property, and it was it was worth nine hundred thousand dollars. And he goes, he goes, you want you want to hear something fucked up? And I go, what? He goes, this is my parents' house. It's worth nine hundred thousand dollars. My sister bought a house double the size in Arizona for like two hundred ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, right. And she's making a dick load of money over there. I can see that. But she had a baby, and the baby cost her like thirty grand. Me here, it's free. OHIP covers it, right? I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. But let's think about this. So, nine hundred. So, so let's say three hundred thousand dollars. So nine nine hundred was so so she so right there. She saved uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, like five, six hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And has a bigger house, and she lives in America. So she has an extra five hundred thousand dollars. Thirty grand of that went to a fucking baby, and she lives in Arizona. Just perspective like 
You've all put you it. Know what you, I'm yeah, you've all put it into into perspective. Everyone thinks, oh, we have health care. Yeah. So gives a fuck. Yeah, I'm 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 from <laughs> Miami, Florida. For everything. I'm from Miami, There's Florida. No why we have free health care. We pay it for everything else. Yeah, a half a million dollars will buy you a maybe a four bedroom, two bath house with a two car garage. Half a million dollars. You get that that same house here in Arkansas for about two hundred thousand. You know, so yeah, yeah I, I see. I see your perspective, man. It's where you live. But your health, man, people think that your health care is free. But how much taxes do you pay uh, off your off your check, man? Yeah. Like almost half your paycheck is gone. And there's like trying to get a raise around here is ridiculous, man. Yeah. So you're, you're working twice as hard to get half as much. But Pretty your health care is free. I mean, like, we, uh, like it's a good lifestyle. It's, it's yeah. the system's good crime isn't that bad you know there's a lot of good things there is um it was way better in the 90s early 2000s um a few years ago it it started getting really wacky when the real estate market just exploded and it just and you know now now gas is cheap but but yeah i just got 70 79 cents a gallon with uh with my uh supermarket discount yesterday i was like what is this <laughs> it was like a dollar one and and i think i have a gas card and, it, and they took quite a few uh, pennies off of it but it was 79 cents a gallon it's yeah incredible yeah. It, gas is great man i was um i was spending about 50 i, I got a toyota corolla uh, and it when the gas was about a, like over a dollar like dollar 20 15 whatever it was it, it would cost me around 50 bucks to fill the tank 45 50 bucks right i had the light on for a while um, at 32 bucks. I filled it up the other week. Mm. Thank it's amazing. you. Thank you. Yeah, coronavirus man. question mark. <laughs> hey, you want to hear something really funny about my buddy's girl or sister moving to Arizona? Please. I'm like on top of all that shit. She got a nice house. She lives in Arizona and maybe cost 30 grand, whatever she lives in America. You know, now DMX is her neighbor. He lives in Arizona. <laughs> I can see that. I mean, a lot of these people from California are, are getting smart and getting out of there. Uh, the aforementioned Joe Rogan's ready to go to Utah or, or Colorado. He's out, he's ready to get out, uh, you know, especially yeah, with the, what's man, going on right now. He wants to move. He wants to get the fuck out of Cali. Yeah, because you can do this job Cali from anywhere. Guys, they want to get property together. Yeah, you can do this job from anywhere, man. You, you know, these guys are into comedy. Me, I'm into, you know, DJing at parties and stuff like that. That's my other job, uh, you know, so... Uh, I can do that from anywhere. You can do that from anywhere. This podcasting, you can do that from anywhere. Yeah. Can you imagine Joe Rogan became your neighbor? You saw him at the grocery store? Yeah. That'd be fantastic, man. Yeah, I live in Miami. I'll, I'll let you know. Of course, there were a lot of stars that used to come through, especially when I worked on terrestrial radio. I got to meet them. Oh, I got yeah. to have them face to face in front of me uh, for about 15, 20 minutes while they were talking about whatever concert, whatever the movie they were doing, whatever uh, juggling act they were doing. But yeah, they would come to my radio station on the morning show and, and there they are right there in front of me. Wow. I've, I've loved you for 20 years and here you are in front of me. It's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. And now with this technology, we're doing it on Skype, man. Imagine if you had uh, your favorite star that that would, you know, your, your hero, whoever that is. Now we're finding out. Well, I digress. We're we're finding out that our heroes are the the public health workers and the and the service workers, man. These these are the real hey, heroes right about now. They are the new Avengers. <laughs> you got that right. I I, I, been, I saw that. I have this really cool picture. I, I'll send it to you. 
where it's a bunch, it's a group of doctors walking down the hallway, and all of the Avengers are along the wall, uh, bowing down to them. It's fucking sweet. Uh, I mean, yes, I, yeah. There was a time, you know, back in in the in the '90s when I was firefighting, I was uh, an EMT. Hey, uh, uh, salute. <laughs> well, you know, I was an EMT, and and I I felt good when I I was able to to save a person's house or or save some property or save even a life. You know, it was it was beautiful, man. And I worked at the hospital, so I I know what it's like to work at a hospital. I did that for seven years, man. So, but I I, I realize that they're doing the job right now, trying to protect everybody. And here we are, putting our little masks on and our little gloves on, and and thinking that we're doing something we're not doing anything you know yeah um there is a thing about the gloves at at first i'm like wait a minute these people are just wasting gloves right yeah just wash your fucking hands use the sanitizer but then i I heard this over on rogan where they were talking about he was saying this is going to be bad because constantly washing your hands and using sanitizer you're destroying the good bacteria that are supposed to be on your skin right and these bacteria help fight off the bad bacteria and help keep, keep a good immune system you know what i'm saying we're just washing it right off man you're just opening your hands up to be susceptible to all kinds of shit so then i'm thinking wait a minute if so so that's how it works right your body's got what nothing hello hello is it cutting out no it's not cutting out at all it sounds great oh i thought it was cutting out okay so but but anyways so at first i thought the gloves were a waste and i saw people wearing gloves they're sanitizing their fucking gloves you know what i'm saying like i'm like what are you doing just wash your hands but then i i, I completely forgot i'm like wait a minute yeah that's right the, the skin does have these natural bacteria that like billions of them they're supposed to have to keep healthy right and you're just washing them off your fucking hands so if you're wearing the gloves more so when you're going out and touching things, it will save the bacteria and let you keep them on your hands versus washing them off constantly. So, yeah, wearing gloves is a good thing. That's a At good first, point. I didn't think it was, but it is. No, that's a good point. I don't use that sanitizer because I do believe that that's detrimental to my skin, to my hands, to the bacteria on there. But then by oh. the same token, I think about the kids that aren't playing outside. They're playing on their computers. They're playing on their phones. Get outside. Go play in the dirt. I, I used gas station uh, washrooms. I think I'm immune to most everything. I play outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like... All, like you need to like gather these bacteria on your bodies so that way they just do whatever it is they do to keep you healthy you know what i mean yeah. if you never get them you become a bubble boy like yeah like bubble boy <laughs> yeah I, mean, I, I don't think you or i are the high risk and i do feel for the people that have, have succumbed i'm not saying uh, don't protect yourself i i am aware i i won't wear the mask or the gloves but i'm not hugging people either you know and i'm not i'm staying away from people i'm not shaking well, hands i i haven't shaken hands really in like five years i'm a fist bumper you know especially <laughs> dj and parties on the weekends i meet hundreds and hundreds of people every week so if i shook every one of their hands usually when they come up to shake my hand i go hey you don't know where my hands have been fist bump <laughs> you know <laughs> so i put it on me i put it on me you don't know where my hands have been fist bump fist bump yeah i mean that and the finger guns are going to be the new uh the new greeting hey finger guns uh, I, i've been doing this when i see people i've been like Yo, what's up man <laughs> elbow <laughs> i can see I, it I, man I I got a buddy at a gas station. He's got that fucking plastic. We're like, yo, man, later, man, later. That, I mean, hey, look, now people like that at the grocery store that are seeing hundreds of people put a piece of plastic between us. That's great. That sounds like a good idea that you should have been doing that all along. I mean, just people are 
filthy for that matter. We were talking about about playing outside. I'm talking about playing outside, and when you get come back in, yeah, you need to wash yourself because you're filthy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, pe- oh people at the grocery store and any of that service industry keep a little barrier between the between you because people can be filthy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's by the same yeah, token. You know, yeah. Yeah, they can be filthy. You know, I, I sorry, but I, I just, this Corona thing is all over the goddamn news. Right. This is a podcast. And like I was saying before, people are starting fucking podcasts to talk about their Corona bullshit. So we need to talk about something else. Are you well, okay I mean, with that? You don't have to steer it away because that is the news of the day. That This is a, a, a time stamp of what's going on right now. I mean, yeah, we can talk about whatever we're interested in, whatever movies that we just saw. What's on your What's on your Netflix feed? What Hulu have you been watching? Because I've definitely <laughs> I, been watching a lot of it. <laughs> you know, I've been watching I, The Office lately. I, that's that's the, the family has been uh, watching a lot of the, 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 the rerunning The Office. And I think I just watched Community, uh, finally. I, I haven't seen it. I hadn't seen it before, but I, I watched Community. I think that was a great, a great show, man. I never watched that one. Um, well, it had, it had Chevy like, Chase like, and Joel Hale and, uh, and uh, Ken Jeong was in it. So it was pretty, pretty good, man. It was definitely wait, funny. Wait, wait, wait. It just hit me. I forgot. Reno 911 is renewed and is coming out on May 4th as the new fucking season. Reno 911. Original cast? Original cast, motherfucker. Oh, that's fantastic. That is good news. Bam, bam. That's the best news I've heard all podcast. <laughs> You're welcome, my American friend. <laughs> no, Reno 911, man. They're, they're crazy, those people. Those people. I, I had... I said this on my podcast once to these cosplayers I was talking, but I'm going to tell you since we're talking about Reno 911. Please. In 2013, I dressed up. My costume was Officer Jeff Daniels. Dangles. Dangles. Yeah, and the mustache and the fucking the, the tight ass fucking officer uniform and the shorts were really short. Oh yeah. Now here's where I went wrong. I should I don't wear tidy whities I just don't. Hate that shit. shit. So I wore boxers with these tiny ass fucking hot pants type short cop shorts. And what happened was is we're drinking on on streetcar downtown Toronto going to a club. And I was just fucking around and I started stretching on the club and my nutsack just flew right the fuck out. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's like that stretching. And, and then my, my everyone starts clapping and cheering like, woo, woo. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, they like it. And they like it, like it. My, my buddy's girlfriend's like, you're fucking is coming out, bro. And I looked down, I'm like, oh, I didn't even try to hide it. I just kind of stopped and it was just kind of dangling. And I was just like. Alright, have another shot. <laughs> He's the bell of the ball. I mean, it, if girls show their cleavage, uh, we don't worry that much. But if we try to drop a drop a a, a bit of our sack comes out the no. uh, comes out the pant leg, problems. <laughs> Man cleavage. Yes. <laughs> showing Man a, you're cleavage. showing a little neck. I think is what you were. You know, it's just not good. <laughs> Hey man, I got I got a standing ovation, so it's all good for me. Excellent, man. When I wear my kilt, uh, I, I constantly have ladies uh, looking, trying trying to look up to see what I'm wearing underneath there. And uh, I won't tell you by the light of day. <laughs> I'm a realist, man. It's there. We all have it. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> I'm the type of guy. I can sit next to people naked. I can see you naked. I don't give a fuck. Like I'm. It, it's like it's the same thing like about porn. 
Mm-hmm. You talk about watching porn, people like, oh my god, you watch porn, and like, shut the fuck up. You watch it too. I know you do. Yeah, everybody's if, seen if it. You don't, then you don't like sex, and I don't know what's wrong with you. It's a natural thing. Who cares? Yeah. Just, I don't understand why people are so weird about things, man. Everybody's seen it. That's what the internet was invented for. There, I said it. <laughs> you know, everybody's seen it. It, it, it it's out there. It, it's it, you know, yeah, you don't man. have to watch it constantly. I've heard of people that have addictions to it. I'm not sure what that is. is uh, it, you know, when you're young and you're trying to figure things out, are you addicted to it? No, you're trying to figure things out. Even if you're not trying to figure things out, it's just it's just kind of to see something else. You know what I mean? It's just right. interest. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> why? Why? Why is porn the biggest like? entertainment industry in the whole world you know how important porn is if if porn never happened then dvd never would have happened vhs never would have happened you know you know why vhs beat out mini tape and why dvd beat out laserdisc was because porn went to dvd and porn went to vhs yes correct you know what i'm saying absolutely why do you think the internet blew up because porn was on the internet what did i just say no one knew what the fuck it was in the late 90s early 2000s then there was porn and everyone's like oh my god you can watch naked girls and sex on this fucking thing on the screen and then they start figuring oh my god there's blogs and there's this and there's that and then the internet happened yes and you're all weirded about it i just said it man that's what the internet was invented for You know, uh, yes, it's information technology. But what's what's the first information you want to you want to share is the human, uh, the human <laughs> condition, babies. you know, uh, the human condition, if, if you will. And that's a big part of it for sure. <laughs> oh, ooh, this is really good. Please. So I, I was going down in your podcast, just, you know, just checking it out, trying to get familiar with your podcast before I talk to you. We had a guest and her name was Natia. An intimacy coach. Yes, she and, was great, man. And she's from Australia, that, right on the beach. Kind of skip through. No, she's from the beach in Australia, man. Just real, this real small oh. beach, and it's so. I mean, just, you 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 uh, look at look at her Instagram, and it's her walking on the beach, doing some meditation, talking about you know sex, and really, she likes to uh, relate to men only. She, I mean, yes, she has a, a few women that ask her a few things, but for the most part, she likes to relate to to men. And that's her, her expertise. And I guess that's a way that she gets to talk to different men and, and find out more. Because, that, I mean, as a heterosexual man, what am I trying to do? Trying to figure out what women want, what women like. How can I relate to women? How, how can I make a, a woman more, you know, more attracted to me? Uh, that's, my whole life is, is doing things to figure out how, how, you know, how relationships work out, man. And, yeah, that was a good one, man. That's a real good one. You know, it's funny you're saying I kind of want to figure out how to relate to women. You know how there's there's always these um, Instagram, there's always these Instagram advertisements and someone's trying to like, this one guy that I came across, it kind of caught my attention. So I watched a little bit. He's like, you know, I I never, I can never get women and I was such a piece of shit. Like I was such a loser and then now I get all the women and all this shit. And I'm like, okay, I'm tell you, obviously he's going to tell me how. And he says, you know what my secret was? I started reading romance novels for like five years straight, nonstop. It's like, that's what women want. And I read them and I was like, you know, he's got something here. You know, like my mom and her friends read romance novels. I mean, if you're into cougars and shit, but like, but he's no, he's really does. It kind of makes, it makes sense. I guess. Right. I guess. Uh, did you ever watch, uh, was it DC's Legends of Superheroes? No, no. I, I did want to watch it because they yeah. brought in um, like all the other 
actors from the movies into it. Like it was just a massive cast. So right, right. Uh, it was like the, the everyone else. Short. They had the Green Arrow over there, and then they had Supergirl yeah. over there, and Flash over here, and then we had these other guys. And we're like, what do we do with them? Oh, let's put them all on their own show. <laughs> Bam. Now, you know, took care of it. But but uh, okay, one of the characters you would have related to. And spoiler alert: when you watch it, you're gonna go, oh, okay. Well, one of the characters is a, is a romance. Uh, you know, he's a big tough guy in the show, and I won't tell you what his name is. Big tough guy, but then he ends up later. He's like he's writing romance novels, and and he's <laughs> relating that way. And they're like, wait a minute, oh, big tough guy, but writing romance novels. Yeah, it's, it's it's an it's an interesting character trait, and it, it was a good choice uh, to make for that character. But uh, yeah, man, I mean that's a, a one way to relate to, to women. Now, obviously, women are liking this thing; they they buy it at the supermarket. There it is, right there for them, and they're going to grab it. They're going to peruse it. These magazines that they that are sitting right there at the supermarket on the, the checkout stand. Might as well pick one of those up, you know? Yeah, I look funny reading Us Weekly or whatever, but maybe that's a way to relate. Possibly. You might have something there, Bam Bam. <laughs> hey, you know, you know what I got? I got something for you. If you've never watched this, you need to fucking Google it and watch it right now. Do you know Gilbert Godfrey? Yes. Ah, do I know Gilbert Google? Godfrey? Every parrot, yeah. every parrot, every Disney movie? Gilbert Godfrey was a parrot in Aladdin. Um, Every movie. He was in the movie um, Child's Play. No, not Child's Play. What was the other one? Problem Child. He was in Problem Child. He's a funny-ass fucking Jewish actor from the late 80s and the 90s, and he's got this annoying-ass fucking hilarious voice. Oh, my God. I love this guy. But anyways, Google Gilbert Godfrey reads Fifty Shades of Grey. You will fucking die, I promise you. I've seen it like 10 times, man. I remember like when I first saw it, I was showing everybody. You know what I mean? He was like, he was like, when he reads his voice, he was like, I laid her on the bed and I touched her clitoris. <laughs> and she moaned. <laughs> I'm already laughing over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen just talking about is killing me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, that's another thing for the rabbit hole. Write that down. Write that Gilbert down. Godfrey reads Fifty Shades of Grey. Check uh, it out. Okay. Never had the desire to watch Fifty Shades of Grey. But, uh, you know, once again, another movie that, that women raved about, man. They loved it. So obviously there's something in there that appealed to them. So, yeah, maybe I should I should watch it. I, I, See, we, we wouldn't watch it because we're dudes. Like, I'm the type of guy, I'm going to go on Pornhub, I'm going to put on a porn, I'm going to watch a little bit of the intro where she's talking about herself, I'm going to go right to the blowjob, and I'm going to go right to the fucking when they're having sex, and then just before I'm going to fucking blow my load, I'm just going to go to when he's blowing his load so I feel like it's me doing it, right? <laughs> and women have more patience than men we don't have patience just get right to it sometimes and like that's why they like the 50 shades of gray because it's it's a nice story there's a build-up to the sexual intensity and the excitement we just go we're like i can't take this shit i'm going i'm going right to the excitement click 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 you're there yeah we got to learn man the foreplay is important (laughs) actually the the one thing okay i went and saw uh the first Sex in the City movie, okay? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, did you see it in theaters? Yeah. Oh, so you're going to get what I'm saying here. I was with my girlfriend, right? Yeah. And it was all women. I was the only dude in the theater. It was a good movie. I enjoyed it. I used to watch the show. And um, 
it was at that scene where the dude was in the shower outside mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it shows his ass and then it starts going all slow motion and shit he starts moving and I'm in the theater I'm like no, no it's is it? It's not going to show it. Is it? I'm looking at her and saying, is this going to happen? Oh, my God, there it is. There's a fucking 30-foot dick on the screen. Standing ovation. You know? and, Standing ovation. And then all the women in theater were like, woo, woo, <laughs> You know, like his dick hole is like the size of my fucking microphone. Like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Did you stand up uh, as well? You know, like, hey, you got to appreciate things, man. Yeah. All right. I was, uh, I was laughing. I was laughing a lot. But like, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. I was like, holy shit. I was like... <laughs> The biggest dick I've ever seen. <laughs> Congratulations. All right. Good job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I don't have the courage, man. I don't have the noise. Uh, you know, growing up in the in the Florida Keys, yes, I've been on a few boats on Columbus Day and during the regatta. I've, I've been on a few boats that way. The nudie crew is what we called ourselves. The nudie <laughs> Ah, my! You're uh, making me remember my my reckless. Were youth. you were you in a fireman's um, calendar? Man, 1993. I was supposed to be in the fireman's calendar. We took the pictures for the calendar. I think my grandma must have a picture of me, you know, on the fire. Yeah, my, you know, my grandma's my historian. She sent me a bunch of pictures recently of Mm -hmm. of me growing up. You're talking about you and your short shorts. She sent me a picture of me, probably uh, 12 years old, wearing short shorts back in in the uh, either late 70s or the early 80s, somewhere in that area. But anyway, I, I was holding. I was. They took a picture of me. Uh, in various positions, holding a hose and holding a, an axe, and, you know, shirt off, looking great. Oh, 93 was my best year, man. I was 23 years old and in the best shape of my life. I had just gotten out of, of fire school. Heck yeah. I mean, I even found some pictures from then. My, my grandma, like I said, she just sent me some pictures. And, and Throwback Thursday is coming up soon. So there will be some of those pictures uh, yes. getting out there yes. on the interwebs. <laughs> Like we talked about this with Bam Bam. <laughs> I mean, but uh, you know, what, what kind of various Joe jobs have you had? Anything interesting uh, coming up? I mean, oh. you, you had a, a, an education uh, of some kind. Uh, I wrote. I also wrote this down because I was thinking you might ask me, like, give me, give, like, tell me about yourself or something. But before I do, it's on my phone. I uh, remember we were talking about Arnold, and he had that podcast, which was a two-part series where he, you know, he just tells all this insane shit. And it's if you're an Arnold fan, it's it's the most amazing thing to listen to. It was on the Tim Ferriss show. Uh, so just Google Tim Ferriss, Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. It'll pop up. It's a two part series. Check it out, man. 100%. Holy fuck. <laughs> My most entertaining Arnold conversation I've ever heard. Excellent. Um, well, so like I said, I did terrible in high school. And then after high school, I went into roofing. I did that for a few years. That paid for me to go to college. I went to college for TV, television broadcasting. I worked for a bit. I volunteered for a bit. Some people took advantage of me in the industry. Um, then I came to Toronto. I ended up, when I came to Toronto, I got hired to one of the major film companies, right? Because I worked with this a documentary teacher out in Ottawa, Ontario, uh, when I was in college. And I was doing a bunch of shoots with him. So he hooked me up with his producer buddy in a company i'm not gonna name the company but it was one of the major companies in toronto they hired me on the spot he loved me he was like i like you you're, you're awesome you know what? you're hired right and but i would have to i would i would have to start at the bottom right because it's all about seniority so you start at the bottom work your way up and then 10 minutes after they hired me they go we need your license right and i'm like uh i don't have one and he goes what are you talking about i'm like well 
when I went to college, I had a G2, right? I don't know how you guys work your license, but you the start with G1, license. G2. Once you get your G, that's your final license. Oh, okay. I never got my, my final license. I had a G2, and that motherfucker expires. But when I was in college, I didn't realize the thing expired, and it expired when I was in college. So I, I didn't, you know, I was paying for rent, I was paying for student loans and 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 tuition, all this shit, right? And it was in my early twenties, just first time living on my own, figuring life out with a girlfriend too. Um, so I didn't have that. I lost that license. I never renewed it. And then I was at the the best possible job fucking opportunity that I could get in Toronto, and he goes, "Listen, man, I." I can't hire you if you don't have a license. I go, buddy, like, why? And he goes, because it's about seniority. We have to put you at, at rock bottom. And those guys, you have to basically drive. You know, someone says, I need this. You go here and get it. You bring it back to the set or the studio. You got to be a driver. And then you move up and on set, and an assistant, blah, blah, blah. And just constantly move up. I was like, just put me on set. He goes, if anyone finds out that I didn't put you in the first job and there's like 20 people here that did that job and I made them all do it, it's going to be problems. I can't do it. So he sends me over to another company because he knows I was good at editing, but I was good at editing on Final Cut Pro and Premiere. What my school didn't teach me at the time, this was 10 years ago, back in 27 to 2009, right? Um, there was a program called program called avid that came up right and that was just new at the time and then when i got to toronto's already been using it for a while when i was in school but i never i never learned in school i was learning premiere and final cut and, I, and then the company he sent me to was like oh we like your demo reel we love your editing techniques and skills um how how long you've been using avid i'm like i haven't used it <laughs> i had a one week breakdown on it right and I'm like, oh man you can't use it we can't hire you so that went out the window. Uh, I ended up uh, working other jobs, saving all my money. I became a video freelancer, and I did a lot of uh, photography, videography for like events, weddings, independence, music videos, all kinds of fucking shit. It was insane. Like I, in three years, I met so many goddamn celebrities. Hung out with a few of them. I just. I am so over being starstruck. Like, if you want me to be starstruck, you better fucking bring me Arnold Schwarzenegger or Sylvester Stallone or, or Joe Rogan or, or Rob Deerdeck or Travis Pastrana, someone like that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm sure you could still be starstruck. I, I definitely could still be. But, man, you, no. you're, you're, you're talking, you did the TV portion and I did the radio, and it's the same thing. They they start you off as the as a driver. Uh, I drove a, I did uh, promotions, so you had to drive to go off to do these remotes. Yeah. And, and, and that's what I did. I had a 25-foot a, a monkey at one point called King Conk down in the Florida Keys. And he was a, a big monkey with big giant sunglasses and, and wearing some surfer shorts. And, and I, I would take him around uh, all around the Florida Keys and South Florida and all that. But, it, yeah. And, and I had to put him up by myself. So this is big giant monkey. You have to keep blowing up. And, and to put him away, uh, you know, you had to roll him up and, and put him on this trailer. And then, you know, put all the equipment together and then lock it up. It was tiring. It definitely was tiring work. But that's, that's definitely the grunt job that they give you when you first get out of school. You have to drive, man. Do you do you have a license now? Well, of course, I have a license. I have a car. I have it all right now, right? But I just, I just, I didn't think it would expire. It just, I, it wasn't in my mind, right? If I knew that, I would have took some of my, my, my student loans or something and, and went upgraded to the next license where it never expires, right? Which I have now. But for fuck's sake, man, like it just completely destroyed my momentum. I was just like coming to Toronto, was like, and then like that, just out of nowhere. But I, I mean, 
financially, it would have been better for me to be in the film industry. Right. But experience-wise, it was really good to do freelancing. Like, I, I did a lot. Yeah, but I, I imagine you could have probably BS'd on the Avid, man. The Avid and Premiere are not that different, you know, that you could figure no, it out. No, uh-uh. no, 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 because, because Avid has some back-end um, programs. Because the, 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 the difference is, is why Toronto, because Toronto is bigger production companies than Ottawa. Ottawa companies are smaller. They do more corporate, more commercial stuff versus Toronto is like high-end working with Hollywood and shit. The reason Avid was was so appealing to the companies was because you could have multiple editors working on different parts of the project at once like final cut premiere it's like you give it to me i do the intros you hand it to the next guy he does the sound you hand it to the next guy he does the scene cuts and you know what i mean it just has to get passed back and forth but avid is just you could just basically have an orgy on the damn program like yeah, I, I know you got to be like Robert Rodriguez uh, on the uh, premiere yeah. and then the final cut, uh, because I, I remember he he talked about when he was uh, building. Well, he used to chop. He used to uh, to score and do the editing on the video. And he had two desks. One of them had final cut on this part side. And then the, uh, he'd turn around mm-hmm. and another desk would have pro tools. So he, you know, they, they kind of matched up together the final cut and the, yeah. and the pro tools. But yeah, yeah, I guess with Avid, you could do it all in there pretty much. Put, yeah. put it all together. Do it all in one shot. You got five people working on the project in, in all at once. Hey, listen, I got a, I gotta, I gotta, you know, shake the snake a little bit. Give me a second. No, I mean we can roll. We can, t- we can end this if you want. Know, if you want to go just for a little bit longer, I said two minutes. Two minutes. Okay. Da 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 dee da dee la doo. Having a good time talking to general public podcast. Bam bam. You know, I don't think I've ever had this happen before. But you know, when you're doing podcast and you and you uh, decide that you wanted to do video, I think this is going to add a little bit uh, more of a of, of a depth to my podcasting because most of the time when I would put them up on YouTube, I would put them up with just a picture, a very static picture, and then I would. Uh, uh, and, and and the static picture would be out there with the YouTube, with the sound, with the audio, and uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking, man. I knew this was gonna be good. This is this, uh, we're having a little podcast with another podcaster. So uh, you just <laughs> man, that guy's fast. Oh my goodness, I'm not editing anything. The beer, the beer and the liquor runs right through you. Oh wait, one sec. I'm not editing anything. This is all going to be in your ears. <laughs> uh, I'm digging the production value, though. He's got this uh, this great sheet up here. Now, me, I got a wall behind me with a television. Ah, <laughs> have a little hiney. Uh, this portion oh, of the gotta, this portion of the podcast. I, mean. I ordered online, right? Because I figured I'd be doing these more often. Like, yeah, this is this is all right. You know, nice background. Right. Not showing you my like shitty little room, but. <laughs> Um, like you notice I reached over to my right and grabbed my Trudeau t-shirt. So it's like, that's like my dress is right next to me. I believe you. There's a dresser right behind me. Everybody's doing it from home these days, baby. Man, there's this fucking, um, uh, app that I saw through Instagram and it has these like big wall tarps that had just have all this like images on them, like a forest or like a fucking village and all this shit. I ordered one of them. So that's going to be my backdrop for when I do these videos. It's going to be sick. I know, but everybody could do green screen now. All you got to do is put a green screen behind you, and, and there you go. 
but I mean, the, the green screen, if you, if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to end up with the lines like all chiseled around you, and you can tell it's a green screen. <laughs> like, I worked with green screens before. They have to be flat and lit as fuck. And if they're not, they're impossible to edit. Well, me, like, I'm going way out. And, and you're, sorry? I'm going outside of my comfort zone by putting the video up. Uh, this is just something that happened over the last two weeks. I did uh, my first Facebook Live. I'd never done one of those before. But I said, well, let me check in with the people. And I did that for about an hour. And I just did it last Sunday for about an hour. And I think that was, it's going out of my comfort zone. I'm an audio guy. I'm not a, a in front of the camera guy. And with, I have the face yeah. for radio. But that's like someone said that to me. Like, why don't you like? I'm like, I should, I should get a background. Like, put a green screen. You know, put it whatever you want. And I'm like, buddy, when I was in school and in like television, shit, television and shit, I worked with green screens. But I have to do so much for this podcast. I don't want to add another thing. Like, I gotta what take it into After Effects and start fucking keying it out and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> just put it. Buy a fucking twenty dollar backdrop that's a forest or something and just hang it, you know, off my ceiling as behind me. Done. There's your fucking green screen, fuckers. Hey, like I said, man, I don't. I do very little editing, and I'm not even going to edit that little part where you left the room for a minute. <laughs> that's, that's you were be singing. The, I could hear you while I was taking a piss. <laughs> yeah, that's real life, man. It's real life. Uh, yeah, that's cool, man. That's that's what podcasts are all about. There's no there's no real structure. It's how you want to structure it. Bam, but, bam. I knew this was going to uh, be good, man. <laughs> we're watching. I, I got it. Huh? Go ahead. I was going to tell you before I left. Please. So well, what happened with that company that edited, right? They were willing to train me. Um, I just, the, the hours they wanted me to work, I couldn't do it, man, because I was on my own. I had student loans. I had credit card debt. And, and I had an apartment. And I had to live, right? So they're like, if you can come here like 40 hours a week, I'm like, how the fuck am I going to pay for everything, though? Like, I just, it will teach you, right? And do it for like months. And I'm like, okay, you know what? So, um it would maybe it would have made sense if I just didn't go to school and accumulate like twenty grand in fucking debt and pay for all that shit. I had a blast though. Let me let me tell you though, I had a fucking blast in the three years I was in college for television, film and television. Right. Um, I moved around a bit. I went to two different towns for it. So it was great. I had a girlfriend. She moved with me to the second school. We lived together for a year and a half. She left me. Awesome. Um, um, but before, like after thinking about it. I'm like, okay, if I didn't go to school and just went right to the damn company and said, listen, I don't know shit. I'll work for free for like a year. Teach me everything. Because that's what you have to do anyways when you leave school. Film is basically like, like you got to come from a wealthy family. Someone's got to support you while you're at it. You got to live at home and do it. And if you don't live at home, good fucking luck. Well, I'm going to sound a whole lot older than I am. These kids today don't know how good they have it. They can find out everything on YouTube, out there on the Googles. Uh, you know, everything I learned in school and more is out there with a tutorial. Uh, so, yes, you can learn how to do Avid. You can learn how to do Final Cut, Pro Tools, anything you want to learn. It's out there. There's probably a YouTube video for it. Did I waste my time in school at the time? I thought it was pretty good. I, I did a lot of internships with different radio stations and a couple of TV stations down in Miami. So that was fun. I got to meet some people. But could I have done it on my own? Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, you can say it's a waste of time, but when you're saying it's a waste of time, you're doing this now. So really, was it a waste of time? Yeah. Because if you did something else, would you be doing this? And are you happy doing this? I'm happy doing this. It was part of my road, my path 
towards this, towards the What Makes You Famous podcast, towards talking to general public podcast, bam, bam, you know, <laughs> yeah, rock on. All right. Rock on. Uh, we, we can wind this down, man. Then let's uh, uh, get uh, coast towards the end here. And, uh, you okay. know, we'll, we'll definitely chat and keep in touch uh, as time progresses. Let people know how, how to get a hold of you online and, and how to get a hold of your podcast. And uh, do you have Facebook and Instagram and all that other um, stuff? I have only Instagram and I'm online on Stitcher and Podbean and Podcast Addict. So. My personal if you favorite. Go into Google and you type in general podcast randomness with Bam Bam. Or even general podcast. Just look for a green picture that has these green Hulk fists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Podcast addict. My personal favorite. There you go. There you go. There I am right there. <laughs> I pop up right away. Um, you can find me in iTunes. I'll pop up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start a YouTube soon. Uh, Facebook, I don't think I'm going to fuck with that because Facebook really pissed me off. Uh, last year. Yeah, you'd so. be surprised at how many people have just broken it down to Instagram. Uh, all the stars are doing it, just Instagram. You throw a picture out there with a little text and forget about it. it it's yeah, done. No drama. Yeah. Well, Facebook, it's a lot of work. And I used to have Facebook, and I had it ever since it started from 2007 up until last year. My name was backwards, right? Uh. And they put in a new algorithm, and all of a sudden it... it tagged me as being fake and says prove that you're real and put your real name and i was like that is my name it's just backwards so i i inserted it again the same way mm. so it's my last name first name and and it, it banned me and I'm, I'm sitting here like jesus christ like a decade of, of pictures and and everything is gone right it's for what like I open up a new Facebook and I was just like, yeah, fuck this. I don't even use it. It's all Instagram. Instagram is what I like. You say, come so, on, Facebook. My name is Bam Bam. Come on. That's right. I, I don't know. I got to check it out and see if they give it back, but whatever. I just know when I post this, I'll put it on Instagram. I'll put it on Facebook. I'll put it on Twitter and I'll even put it up on YouTube. Those are my big four. I don't mess yep. with the, with the, the <laughs> I know a lot of the kids are doing the TikTok. These TikTokers. I, I like watching them. TikTok. I'm thinking about it. You're still young I, enough. You can get away with it, man. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know, think they need I, to see this old old I think fart on there. Already happened. It might have just. It might have already been done. So, but I, no, no. I think it's still out of stage where where Instagram was like a few years ago. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's still if you if you. But but the thing is, is once you get into, it, you have to get into it and be consistent. Keep so, going. Keep, That's right. Put your content out there, man. Huh? Put your content out there. Oh, I will. But um, I've been slacking a little bit on my podcast. But as soon as I start posting my episodes, it's going to get really consistent, real consistent. You're going to love you're going to love my guests. I, I have some cosplayers coming up. Really random stuff. They told me I have a, I have a dude coming up who had nine operations near death experience stuff like I just I insane stuff. This guy was amazing to talk to. I loved it. Dude, I, like I figured out, everyone has a story, and you never know where these stories are going to go. Man, some of these people, I, I, the, my longest podcast is probably four, three hours and 45 minutes. But the one that, that, that's got the most hits was a, an inspirational, uh, motivational speaker, and she, uh, you know, she went over three hours. And that thing was, mm -hmm. she, she got more hits than any other on my podcast uh, so far. I mean, I, I mean, there's a few that have, have gotten many, but, uh, I, I, you know, don't, don't be afraid of how long it goes. You know, th there's no time limit. 
for anybody that's out there trying to think about starting a podcast, usually an hour to an hour and a half is about right, you know, to get people to get the general idea of, of where people are. But uh, well, I mean, what are your views on that? What do you think? I when I first started, I recorded my buddy. It, um, I named him the junior doc. He's the guy in my first three episodes. I saw I heard that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they were like two hours. I think I, I don't know if I posted it uh, at that length. I, I think, think you did, I did about an hour, hour and a half each one. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, I started like, wait a minute, you know, like I'm, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not a celebrity. Like who the fuck is going to want to listen to me straight for that long? So I, I figure just for like a mental break for people, I break them down to 40 minutes. 40 minutes is my window. I, I stop it there and then I'll, I'll, I'll still upload the other half of it, but as a part two. Right. So like Dan's and Keys part one, Dan's and Keys part two. If it goes further, it'll go, okay, Dan's and Keys part three. Put a description, blah, blah, blah. So if you like the first half, you get into the second half. You said but it earlier in the beginning, Bam Bam, there are no rules, man. For me, I'm going to put it all all in one. That way people get the whole story. And, you know, they can pause it and, and go do what they have to do. Or, or you know, mm-hmm. if they got to go have some dinner and then go back to it. But uh, certainly, the, my, I want people to, to have the whole story of Bam Bam of the General Public podcast in one I, in one meal. Well, you know, it, it, that's great. And, and yeah, for sure, do that. And people will listen to it. It's just to me, I, I, I think of me like I have ADD. And I when I look at when I scroll through podcasts and I see the number two hours and I see 40 minutes, like when I see a 40 minute, I'll give it a, a real shot. Right. But if it's someone who's not really known to me and I see a really high number, it kind of sways me away, right? So I'm just thinking about the way I look at podcasts when I'm listening to them. And I'm like, okay, hey, let's give them the lower numbers to, to like entice them more to want to listen to. Because like, yeah, yeah, sure, I can do 40 minutes work. Check them out, you know? So, but it's, it's, it's not, no, no, no. There's a lot of people that will listen to that podcast because they're obviously thinking like, I can stop it at any time if I don't like it. And then they listen and they like it and they just go, you know, the whole thing. Yeah, good tips, Bam Bam. I mean, for me, I I figured out that the first half hour is usually, you know, getting to know you, getting the pleasantries. But here we are. uh, uh, Well, let's see, hour twenty six in, and now we're now we're boys. We're old chums. You're drinking. We drinking. I still got my uh, my iced tea and lemonade with a straw. Mug, I love Mm. it, man. Give me some southern accent with that. You like this? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's delicious that. tea. That's a, that's a serious Southern ice, like ice cube iced tea. Like I see that movies all the time. I love America. Right. Make America great again. <laughs> all right, my brother. Let's wind this down. Uh, usually, I, I finish them off with the uh, last words for the people. I give it to Bam Bam. It could be something you live by, words to live by, or just whatever pops into your head at this particular moment in time general public podcast bam bam last words for the people all right the last words i was gonna bring it up anyway so google i got it written down right here where is it commissioner throws cat no i'm serious you got to see this there was this commissioner like it was it's in america too it was on fox news where they were doing the the zoom and they were all talking like okay the, the, this like governor was saying this and this commissioner was saying this and then this commissioner literally is like oh look here's my cat and throws it over his fucking head <laughs> he lost his job <laughs>
Well, there you have it, party people. General Public Podcast, bam, bam, out there in Toronto. It's just spread it all over the world. Now, primarily, he's talking about whatever comes off his noggin, and he's got guests, too. Uh, very interesting people. I spent the whole day uh, listening to him in my ears. So I, I do get to drive around a lot, and I get to listen to podcasts all the time, and I'm glad to know Bam Bam with the General Public Podcast. Look it up. Put it in your podcast feed. I encourage you. Now, as you may have noticed, it's not for the kids. So adults only. Well, I mean, unless your kids are, hey, you, you raise your kids any way you want. <laughs> I think I heard things when I was younger that were were not made for me. <laughs> I heard things way too young. <laughs> but that's just me and my upbringing. <laughs> All right, party people. Hey, if you'd like to tell your story, yes, you. I'm talking to you, my loyal listener. If you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowhat.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, djlittlerock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag what makes you famous follow on facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe listen to what makes you famous podcast on podbean itunes youtube stitcher google podcast and spotify and almost anywhere you find podcasts tell your story on my podcast what makes you famous call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time you can support what makes you famous using the paypal link paypal.me forward slash keys dan email info at radio what.com what makes you famous podcast is a production of keys dan enterprises incorporated at keys dan.com thank you for listening be on radio what's call 501-470-6386 say your name where you're from and you're listening to what the music you want is on radio what's.com Radio What, the music you want, with some great, great quotes. Let everyone sweep in front of his own door, and the whole world will be clean. Johann Wolfgang Goethe, the music you want, RadioWhat.com. <laughs>